Hey guys, welcome to another episode. Today is another exciting episode because I have another guest. We've been friends since high school. We basically grew up <laughs> together and we graduated the same class, 2019. And today we're talking about everything college, like our college experiences, what are we going to do after, just like everything. So Ariana, introduce yourself and say like your favorite part about college and your major. Okay, awesome. First of all, thanks for having me on your podcast, Carla. So my name's Ariana. I use she, her pronouns. I just recently graduated from Mount Holyoke College in South Hadley, Massachusetts. We'll probably talk about college more. And yeah, I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. And what's your major or what did you major? Oh, yes. Yes. Sorry. I forgot the questions. Okay. So my major was international relations and my minor was educational studies. And my favorite thing you said, my favorite, my least favorite. Or your favorite part about college? Oh, like, okay. All throughout four years. <laughs> my friends. <laughs> friends, yeah. My friends. Yeah, so I go to a Cal State here in California. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm seeing this is my last semester, so senior year. And my major is kinesiology, but at my school, they have um, different, like, programs. So kinesiology could be, like, exercise science or, like, physical therapy. I do dance because I'm Ooh. a dancer. Yeah, yeah. I really like how they do that because you don't only learn dance. You learn like all the science stuff, too. So like, you know, what's going on inside your body while you're dancing, which I think is so cool a lot. Yeah, I think they're like very few programs do that. So I was like, I'm glad that they do that. But basically, I want to do this episode because (laughs) since we were like in high school, like I remember us (laughs) just like signing up for like college (laughs) applications and doing it together. And it was a struggle and then like getting accepted. And then now we're like at the end, basically. I am at the end. (laughs) Yeah, real life adult. So I want to talk about like our college experiences, like your college experiences, like throughout the four years. And you went out of state, too. So it's different for me because I stayed in state. But how was how would you say your college experience was? Okay, I think my college experience was great. Um, I mean, definitely like elephant in the room for both of us is that we started and then COVID happened. Yeah. So (laughs) mm -hmm, I was literally thinking of that like before this episode, I'm like, damn, like we really brushed over that. But like, we're very resilient. Like we did it even though like mass pandemic was happening. So it was a good experience besides COVID having like online classes Mm -hmm. and then also I graduated early which is like exciting and and in the beginning was like hard to grapple with because obviously like I had to leave my friends and Mm -hmm. you know senior activity things but it's all right it's okay you got out early in like one less year (laughs) (laughs) or like (laughs) like I could have I could have graduated early too but like because of COVID and like being in the dance classes I was like just do another semester because it was like not you know and so I just like basically stretched out because like I think what it's really cool like you can take a dance class again for like the credits like you don't Mm -hmm. you don't only have to take it once so I did that again but I would say my college experience was yeah besides COVID like I remember just being a freshman and being like oh my god like I felt so independent like walking Mm -hmm. by myself having my like lanyard (laughs) And my not the lanyard. Yeah, the lanyard and everything. I felt so and then like COVID happened. And then I think you had to go back home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like yeah. it was easier because the classes, it was easier. 
<laughs> and it was just chill but it was just like damn like I really wish I was like I felt constantly feeling like I was missing out on the college experience mm. and then I would just see like I would remember when I before I went like the day before I went for the first day I was watching a bunch of YouTube videos <laughs> <laughs> like a day in the life in college or like I don't know but mine was different because I had to commute so I had to wake up early and stuff True. but how was what was your day in the life in college <laughs> Okay, day in the life. Yeah, I lived alone. I only had a roommate for like practically one semester. Mm. Shout out my bestie Lupe. But after that, once I came back from COVID, I became an RA. So I had a single for the rest of the time. So, you know, wake up, get ready, take a shower, whatever. Um, And the dining hall was really cool at my school. So like the difference is we had central dining. So it was just this one huge place called Blanche. Blanchard it was like recently renovated well before we got there so it's like two separate buildings so that's like where we would usually all hang out eat whatever and then it's a pretty small campus I mean it's big for some people but it's small in comparison to like CSUN or like UCLA like huge yeah the population is like under 2,000 students and it's undergrad only but yeah that was my everyday and then I worked at a hair salon across the street from my school oh really yeah all so four years you cut hair and everything and like you know no. how to- <laughs> I feel like every <laughs> time no honestly Carla though everyone always says that whenever I say like oh yeah I worked in a hair salon they'd be like oh my gosh like you style hair I'm like no I wish you have to go to like school for that and mm-hmm. do like a bunch of training but no like the story of that is my freshman year like October I went to go see it too no one wanted to see it with me yeah That's okay though <laughs> and then <laughs> after watching it it's like in the village commons across from my school I was like mm-hmm. frick it I'm gonna get my hair cut because I had been wanting to and I don't know if you remember but like senior year like I had really long hair yeah, yeah, like by the long. end so I walked in and they had a walk-in which is not common there and then like Janessa she was cutting my hair and I told her that I was gonna get a job at the post office and I don't know if you know but the post office is a federal job like you can't yeah, just get yeah. a job Literally. at the post office I was like 18 being like yeah I'm gonna get a job at the post office like I really need a job and then she was like oh I think that's kind of hard but we have a receptionist position here and I was like oh really period receptionist yeah so then I was a receptionist there like every every time I'd come back they would let me come on so that was also like a huge part of my college experience but it was good vibes yeah and how was it being an RA like, okay <laughs> talk about Rest. that some stories because I know your staff that you had some stories literally like, oh my god I always wonder how it is because like you gotta watch out over these kids like, literally okay the the biggest <laughs> takeaway is that an education does not equal you could say in a kind way common sense or cleanliness those two Mm. things you would think "Mm, at your big age you're in college you know how to clean up after yourself or you know how to read an email no that's that's like (laughs) a big thing like I like in a sense like some of the community that you build if students are willing to connect with you because like this semester it wasn't this that case like my neighbors like never said hello to me that was another thing it was just annoying but like my first time being an RA when like we came right back from COVID, it was really nice. Like literally all the residents, that's you call like your students that you're mm-hmm. assigned to. All of my residents were so nice. I had half freshmen and half juniors and I was a sophomore. So I was like, oh, how wow. are the juniors? I was like, how are the juniors going to listen to me? Like I'm younger than them. But yeah, everyone yeah. was nice. So yeah. And you get a single. So it works. And 
the pay was really bad <laughs> it was how really much was bad it when I or... so it's like stipend work my school didn't give room and board a lot of schools will give you um room and board and then mm-hmm. they won't pay you or they'll do like a little stipend and room board no yeah Holyoke when we first started it was like here's two thousand bucks for the entire semester what if which if you did the math and we were working like 15 hours a week it was not a lot of money like yeah. definitely yeah, less than sure. minimum wage and then um we formed a union <laughs> like there was oh. a whole yeah mm-hmm. mhc collective and they mm-hmm. like went back and forth and they got us like living wages so then we were literally this but it was only this last semester um we got oh. paid like whatever what was minimum wage like 14 dollars an hour over there i think we, we got oh. paid like for 15 hour work week so it was really good yeah yeah wow yeah. it's great that's crazy i guess for me like I didn't want to go to the school that I'm going now, but mm. then I think it was just like, Thanks. it's like, yeah, I think it's just like, well, what was your dream college? Just say our dream college. Mm, okay. Boston University was yours. <gasps> My dream college was um, UCLA. It was like UCLA <gasps> or I don't even know why I should have applied to NYU, but I was scared. Oh, like, yeah. In. But like, I don't know. I want to go out of state, but then I was thinking about money. My mom was like, money, money. <laughs> like in my ear, no like, saying about the same. money thinking about the money and I'm just like you're right so but then I got used to it and then now I really like it you know mm-hmm. but I guess for me it was just like I don't know how to talk about my college experience because of COVID but I think I just made like the friends and like the community I made because like dance is really like all the people it was like so weird finding being in a little having classes with people who have the same interests and passions as you you get to talk mm-hmm. about it all time long and then like going on stage again like after like three two years it was crazy and it was a lot of fun so I think just like making friends community and like I don't know no boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> no, no literally about, you're gonna find your boyfriend in college and I was like Mm. or your husband, husband. Like, oh, we met in college yeah I was just like what are you guys talking about <laughs> this is not true and then you went to an all-girls school right so actually mm, that's interesting you bring that up that's another okay. thing so it's a historically women's college but okay for you I'm like oh historically women's college but when a man's like did you go to all-girls school I'm like first of all no because I'm not a girl I'm a woman and second mm-hmm. of all it's essentially for my school if you're a cisgendered man you can't go anyone else is welcome so it's <gasps> like the way that they describe it is historically women's college because it was the first it was Mount Holyoke was actually the first women's college in the U.S. So when like women weren't allowed to go to schools like Harvard, Yale, whatever, they opened their own school in 1837. But now it's a gender diverse college. So if you're like non-binary or you're a trans woman or a trans man, like you could go to our school. So yeah, I did not find <laughs> I'm straight. So that was yeah, another same. thing. Very big, <laughs> very big LGBT population. I love my besties. Um, but it, that wasn't me, so I did not find, you know, my my partner there. <laughs> I know. Definitely- I was like, literally, like at the gym. I go to the gym, and I see people. Like, I I'm in the athlete department, like in the building. So you would think uh-huh. that I would find athletes. No, no, just like musty, like not yeah. even put together. I'm just like, damn. But when I go to the gym, I see cute guys, and like all they do is stare. So I'm like, I'm not gonna do anything. And it looks like you're not going to do anything. So I guess it's just going to be a stare. Like when I go to the gym, I just try not to stare. I'm just like, I'm here for me, not for. But, you know, you know how you can like feel eyes 
it's so yeah. awkward because I'm just like <laughs> I feel so you're brave like, I feel brain. like I could not work out in front of a dude like I don't know because in my school again like historically women's college there's mm-hmm. not that many like dude so I don't know it's just like definitely it was a change when I would like go out into the town and be like oh man like, uh, <laughs> no that's literally have, do you, have you seen that sound I think it's a sound where like a guy screams he's like ah he's like it's just man <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> but I know but like this scared. no yeah that was me like I was I have this one story where um I was gonna go to Jamba Juice and then I saw like a big crowd of boys in there and I literally was I was at the door and I walked away because <laughs> I was like eight away they all stared too so I was like yeah this is not gonna happen <laughs> just, I'm gonna see myself out <laughs> yeah I was like you know what Starbucks is over there let me just go to Starbucks <laughs> no but, I felt that yeah mm-hmm. all right so now like talking about in-state out of state did you always okay. want to go out of state or did you like have plans to stay in state or like what was your what was your brain at when you were 18 <laughs> <laughs> okay so the long story short is that like I think maybe since middle school I always had like the yearning to leave because my mm-hmm. my reasoning was like okay it's four years might as well live in another state for four years because I feel like I might live in California my whole life that's what I thought yeah. And I've always liked traveling, even though I literally only ever traveled to Costa Rica because <laughs> my whole family was there. But I was like, yes, travel. So then, like, fast forward, like you said, like, 18-year-old me, I had gone with most motivating our students to experience the college yeah. prep program that I was in. Shout out to them. They took us to the East Coast, and that's when I was like, oh, I need to be here, you know? Yeah. Like, I really liked it. Um, But then, again, fast forward to once I had gotten into the schools, I was waitlisted at Mount Holyoke. Like, I know you know the story, but I was waitlisted. And in the end, I was like, well, I just got to be realistic. And it was between like UC Merced and Cal State Fullerton, but I didn't want to go to Merced. Mm -hmm. So I committed to Fullerton and I paid to stay at my place there. And like, that was it. And I was like, well, I don't want to go here, but it's a good school and I know I'll I'll find that place, whatever. And then two days later, my whole life was like, you're in. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna go. But like, but I feel you like in the sense of that, like Mount Holyoke wasn't my dream school. Like I was still kind of apprehensive when I like said yes and like sent in my deposit and whatever, because mm-hmm. at first I, I didn't like envision myself at a historically women's college. But now I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I went here. Like there were so many opportunities it yeah. gave me. And I got to, like, explore another part of the country. So it was cool. Yeah. Like, I wish I went out of state. But just, like, thinking about money and then, like, I, I don't think I was prepared mm-hmm. for it to, like, move out by myself. Just because, mm-hmm. like, not that I'm, like, dependent on my parents. Like, I could have done it. But I just knew that, like, mentally I wasn't prepared for something like that. And I think my mom, my parents knew that as well. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to stay here. But I've always wanted to, like, like, go to a school in New York. Like, even, like, when I talk to people or, like, my sister, she was like, I feel like you would love New York. I feel like you would be yes. there. Like, this is my, but I would never live there. That's the thing. Like, I'm like LA, like I'm going to live here for like the rest. <laughs> like, LA baddie. <laughs> LA baddie, LA girly. I was like, I'm like living here, but like love to like, even, I know you could do like study abroad, even after you graduate, just have to find the right thing. But also mm-hmm. you studied abroad in Barcelona, Barcelona, right? In Madrid. In Madrid. How was that experience? It was great. So, well, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> overall, it was great, but actually it was very challenging. So like, mm-hmm. I feel you, I mean, you know, I'm like a really independent person and I really wanted to leave and I left and yeah. I, I got lucky to where like, I was never homesick 
my friends were really oh, homesick, wow. but I yeah. I wasn't. I was like, I love it here. Also because I, I worked like that a lot. Me. Yeah. Right. I worked a lot my freshman year at the hair salon and I found mm-hmm. community there. So it was really, it was lit. So anyways, I, I studied abroad in Madrid and the first like month and a half was really hard because I'm vegan. So, I remember watching your story. Yeah. I remember. Oh, you, oh my God. I, it was rough. So like, that's one tip that I have. You got to advocate for yourself. And mm. before you study abroad, if you have some type of dietary restriction or something that like you're used to having here um, or living accommodation, you got to make sure that they have it wherever you're going because I did not. And so I was like depressed for like the month and first month and a half mm-hmm. that I was there because I was very like closed off. I wouldn't want to like leave my room and like make friends with the other Spanish kids. Cause I don't know, they just intimidated me and I'm not like that, but I let it happen. And I was like, yeah. um, and then finally oh, an angel, my friend Deb, like mm-hmm. I became friends with her. And then from there on, it was like the best time ever. I got to like travel. I went to Barcelona two times. Cool. Um, my mom came to visit and we went to like Paris and I visited I went to London with Deb and our friend Aaliyah so like it was fun but like the truth is that like it was hard and also like I feel you when we talk about like financial stuff like mm-hmm. the semester before I worked like I think it was four or five jobs so that I could save up enough money to yeah. go yeah yeah and then you change the currency and everything and like <laughs> exactly yeah. and like you have uh, it's like a whole nother like study abroad is crazy you have to make sure you're prepared like mm-hmm. I came with a credit card that had no international fees but I had friends that didn't know that and what they came in they every time they would swipe they charge 50 cents to a dollar and imagine like every time you swipe and finally like a month and a half in my friend yeah. was like oh my mom is sending me a card because I'm racking up, all these up fees. yeah yeah I was like oh my god, oh so my anyways, god. That was my experience <laughs> oh yeah I was going to study abroad but I was like like you know when you study abroad you have to look at the programs and like your major and they'll see like well, the way that we did it at my score like the Cal State system is that like each country is like specific for a major and like you know my major Ooh. there was nothing like it was like Ireland and I was like girl <laughs> you weren't like, trying to go to nothing, Ireland nothing <laughs> against Ireland but I was like I really want to go to Europe and like I don't know because yeah. I also speak Spanish, but I want to improve my Spanish. There's always room for improvement. So I was like, yeah. oh my God, Spain, like that would be perfect. But like there wasn't, it was mostly like art, like education and stuff like that. And like um a lot of like um philosophy and stuff. Because I Interesting. guess the, like, I don't know, religion and stuff like that. Oh, religion but, makes um, sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I went to like a Zoom meeting and then these, these were these students, like they went to study abroad in Europe and they were talking about it. And I remember like taking notes and I was like, oh my God, like cell phone I literally forgot like you can't have the same thing and then they're talking about like money and they're talking about oh so basically when you get there you have like a week to find where to live and I was like (gasps) huh I was like wait what it was like okay you get to either live with people who live there like you get to like roommate with them but it's like a family Mm -hmm. or you get oh yeah Uh yeah or you get to like get a dorm but it's like or an apartment it was like so confusing because the school didn't really have like a dorm for us to be there because it was for the students that actually go there so I was like um I know that I would be stressing out and I I remember with Katie we went to the same zoom meeting and we were like we after we like FaceTime we were like um (laughs) what (laughs) like this sounds so complicated and we're talking about food like groceries and like I can do that but I was just like damn that's a lot because like what if I have nobody there and like I knew I'd just be like oh god like I would want to explore but I feel like 
I've just missed everything. But I want to travel Europe for sure. I want a, a Europe trip. Um, I want mm-hmm. to ask, is it true that the food makes you less filling, like compared to American food? No. Like, well, <laughs> no, I mean, like the no. bread, like the white bread, is does it really make you like bloated and stuff? No, I would say like I saw a TikTok about that. They're like mm-hmm. the Mediterranean diet yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. Something. And they're like, oh, you feel lighter. But uh, again, my experience is like different because I didn't I didn't like the food in Spain. <laughs> uh, no, really? offense. no, no offense to the Spaniards, but like, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, that's yeah, another what was it? Was it like paella, like the rice shrimp? So thing? paella. Oh, that's another thing. In the U.S., people are like Spain equals paella. Turns out paella's from Valencia, which is like Whoa. a completely different region in Spain. And so they, my, like the teachers or like the administrators from I went to IES Madrid. They were like, "Do not get paella here in Madrid or Barcelona. It's gonna taste like trash." <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're like, "You have to." They're like, "You have to eat in Valencia." Yeah. But that is to say, like the they did in in my case when I had food there, it wasn't seasoned very well, and like mm. sometimes it was hella dry, and mm. like but there were certain things that I liked. Like they had this thing called patatas bravas, which is like little fried potatoes with this like spicy sauce it was good but yeah no the food thing I think if you can eat like if you aren't vegan or vegetarian like you would probably you know like the food no. but, yeah, yeah. but if you are then good good luck Tarby yeah. oh no no but oh but I was gonna say yeah definitely like you don't have to study abroad like I always recommend it to yeah, people yeah. I'm like do it or study away like if you can't leave the country but also like we're gonna be adults making you money can travel yeah we can travel like it's not over so, yeah. yeah like I was talking to my sister about it too like it's all it's definitely an option I, like it's cool to like study be in another country and study there and my sister yeah. was saying like oh I asked her like why didn't you ever study abroad because she could have because she went to UCLA like um and they have it I think their program is like very like it's like kind of easy not saying that it's easy but it's like very well organized and stuff and she was saying like oh if I'm gonna go to another country I don't want to study <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do homework. I was like, oh, well, okay. But yeah, I was like, definitely after that'd be fun. But another thing, you said you had like four or five jobs. I had one job like during I got it the first year because I was like, okay, I gotta pay for the books. I also didn't have a car by the time I was a freshman. And taking the bus back and like the weather in the valley is very when it's cold, like it's freezing, and when it's hot, it's burning. <laughs> like so how was, long would have been your commute on the bus or like how long was your commute on the bus so I lived 20 minutes away it was two hours it was <laughs> two hours two hours and when it was hot it was so sweaty and like in the bus like you know it's so mm-hmm. nasty and it was just like all the students so I was like I can't do this so I got a job and like worked I never spent any paychecks like I saved all of them I saved like I don't know how like I feel like with money I can be I said this on the podcast before but I <laughs> saved my money to the point where it's like okay you can spend it on something (laughs) like I just saved my money and I got a car and like I got it at auction so it's cash so like all it just took it out of my savings oh I just took it out of my savings stuff and I was like okay I'm gonna do that sorry I looked I looked at the zoom thing I was like oh I know we we can do another one we can do another one but um yeah I looked at that and I was like okay I got my car and it was much easier but then I was like the gas and stuff but I got I started work I worked that job two years and they never gave me a raise it stayed the same and I was just like I was just there because I needed the money to pay off stuff mm-hmm. and then I was like you know what it's not worth it anymore so I quit and now I can't find a job 
like Damn. I worked in the food industry like the food industry like you're always gonna find a job but I was like I yeah. do not want to go back to food so I was like trying to do something related to my major and stuff and it's like like even the receptionist jobs I have all the requirements that nobody <laughs> wants to hire me so I'm just like okay okay mm-hmm. but yeah so I had one job all throughout college but you had plenty because I knew like you were going out of state like you did I live with my parents so I had this but you had to like pay off you know groceries and stuff like that yeah yeah how would you balance it all like on top of your schoolwork (laughs) that's a good question (laughs) 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 yeah so like similar to you so like at least at my school for the food thing I didn't really have to buy a lot of things I would just buy snacks Mm -hmm. because we had originally we had unlimited swipes that's what I loved about Mount Holyoke now Mm -hmm. it's different you have 25 a week but that's still breakfast lunch and dinner with some leftover um but I worked like freshman year I only worked at the hair salon and I was a note taker that was amazing I literally got paid to be in class and an extra hour just for typing notes and turning them in um but I would work I worked a lot freshman year I worked like all day Saturday so I was like never in my room I worked from like 8 a.m to 5 p.m something like that Mm -hmm. and then I would work like Wednesdays after school from like three to nine and then like another day like maybe Tuesdays from three to nine so like at the salon they they had like one opening shift and one closing shift and that was it and then after that I became an RA and that is more like on your own time like you have to like meet with residents but you can meet with them Mm -hmm. at like 8 p.m like in your room so it was easy to balance that but then junior year is when I had like what I was I was a receptionist at the salon I was a research assistant with this psych professor that I had it was like really short but I really liked it and then I was a note taker and then I worked as an accessibility for the at the disability services I would like translate documents but Mm -hmm. it was like not in language it's like translating for a student that's blind that uses like a a reader so like you would like a a reader on your computer so it like reads the screen but like usually yeah like books online aren't formatted for that if they like scan mm-hmm. them it's weird but anyways that what else yeah. I can't remember but anyways that oh was God, like four jobs <laughs> but like it no, was like it was in bad. school or like close to your school like you didn't oh have yeah to, so like yeah they were all in school like two of them were online but that's when when I had all those jobs I did suffer a bit like <laughs> I had to quit mm-hmm. one of them because it got bad but funny enough that was the year the only year semester ever that I got all A's was the semester that I worked like four jobs I think I was just on crash on the whole feet. time. Yeah, like literally. I remember when I still had the job, I was doing the dance show. It was my first time doing the dance show. I was in five dance pieces. So that had to be like dancing for 20, 20 minutes, like sometimes one after the other. And I would, the, oh my rehearsals, God. Would go, the rehearsals would go to like 12 a.m. And I remember I had to work the next day. So like I would go into work and have people were like, you look tired. I was like, I am. Oh, heck no. Body <laughs> is about to fall. My body was sore all the time. And I don't know how I did it. And like on top of that, I was doing like a really I was doing exercise physiology, which is um basically um you have to know everything in your body, like all the names, everything. I was doing that at the same time. So I was like, oh, I was losing it. I had breakdowns, but like I always go through it. Like even the hardest things, like whenever I, I sometimes I overbook myself, but I always mm-hmm. pull through. So I was just like, it's possible, but don't do too much. <laughs> there's a limit, there's a limit. But yeah, exactly. I was like I was like, I don't know how I'm doing this. But yeah, I think just like doing a lot of stuff just like keeps you awake all the time. Like I would wake up at 6 a.m. and I was like, I don't even need to be awake right now. But I was just awake. 
but no yeah it's like don't overbook yourself but also it made things go by like a lot quicker I learned a lot of things (laughs) I learned yeah I I learned made some money I saved a lot of money for Madrid but that all got wasted because Madrid's really expensive yeah (laughs) that that was like that was rough but yeah Oh yeah, I bet. I as much as like nightlife, I guess. Oh, honestly, actually, I was cheap in that. Oh <laughs> yeah, like, there, there was this place called Capital, and every Thursday it was free entry for like students. So my friends and I would always go. Then we would never buy drinks in the club. You always make them before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I barely ever paid to go places. It was more like, bro, like shampoo was like expensive, and like. Oh. like drugstore makeup was expensive like everything was expensive and I was just like oh it's so annoying Dude. did you how many suitcases did you like leave with and how many did you like bring back did you have to get another one or you just no like- one I literally like oh. stuffed everything in one and fun fact <laughs> my luggage was 60 pounds when I left and shout out to the angel at, at United Airlines in Madrid <laughs> because he didn't bat an eye like I knew it was overweight and he was like all right have a good day and I was like thank You're like, you sir I know it's so expensive oh my yes God, I was like please don't charge me overweight bag but no I just carry on a carry on and a check bag did you ever get like culture shock where you're like oh my god like, did you know yeah. it's different, or did you ever be like, this is weird? <laughs> nah, like, it was, like, it's pretty similar to the U.S., but culture shock in the sense of, like, I, like, wrote papers about this when I got back of, like, the Romani in Madrid, which are, like, what people call, like, gypsy, but that's also a derogatory term, even though they mm-hmm. call themselves that in Spanish. But anyways, yeah. people were, like, straight up racist to them, like, out out loud, and that was, like, a big culture shock for me, because I'm, like, how are you just saying this? Like, we're at the train station, or, yeah. like, this, like, elderly lady that sat next to me on the flight from New Jersey to Madrid, she was telling me, like, oh, watch out for them, blah, 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 and I was, like, hello? Like, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> No, I think, yeah, in America, everybody just, like, keeps, especially in California, everybody keeps to themselves and, mm-hmm. like, fake. I guess, like, fake. I mean, it, it's a different, like, <laughs> I mean, like, when people think yeah. about L.A., especially, they think about, like, bougie and people are rich. And it's, like, that's not true. Like, a lot of people exactly. come here from the Midwest and they think they're born. Like, people who are actually born here are so, like, laid back and chill. Like Exactly. We're just living. Like... We're just, like, living. <laughs> and then everybody just decides to come in here okay welcome back uh we just came back from a commercial break Uh, (laughs) we just talked about study abroad and things like that and now that you're done with your college experience and I'm almost done I want to talk about our um what are some things that we learned while in college it could be about schoolwork time management or just like in general like maybe as a human being like because from 18 to 21 or 22 you change a lot and you grow up. So what are some things that we learned? Mm, okay, yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of growth. Um, okay, I wrote down one thing, which is uh, be vocal about what you want to a certain degree, because at least what I've seen on TikTok too, is that like mm-hmm. some people have bad vibes and people, some people prefer not to speak what they're looking for, for like, you know, malejo or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But, but like in the sense of, for example, like me getting that job freshman year, it was, you know, me talking to somebody about how I needed a job. And Mm -hmm. then they had that resource. So it's like, you don't know people around you that can connect you to opportunities. And then that's now, like post grad, I went to this um, 
this like talk with most so the college access program that I was talking about and the, this lady said the same thing like she made everyone get up and go around the room and say like hi my name's Ariana I'm looking for opportunities in museum education and da, 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 da. like say what they were looking for and then she was like now everybody get up and if you know of some other like if you know of a job or you know of a person that you can connect them to go to them and a bunch of people had these connections and I ended wow. up getting connected to two people that I'm going to talk to in the coming week about like job possibilities so that's one thing that's and then, cool yeah yeah. So, yeah I feel like networking is a big thing and I'm always like because I didn't network I don't think I networked enough especially in like well I think also has to do with my major there's only so much people that could actually help me and what I want to do. And so I, I'm very close to the person who's in charge of my department. And she's also my advisor, which helps a lot because she gives mm-hmm. us like a bunch of dance opportunities and um, outside and both inside of school. So it helps a lot. I would say like some things I learned is like to just don't be afraid to meet other people, kind of the same thing. Like you don't yeah. have to be like, in a shell that's how I was it, it is scary when you're there the first day and you're like oh my god there's so many people like it's not like high school it's so much bigger but like if you talk to people like literally I was like hi what's your major <laughs> my major is like I just I wanted friends so badly I wanted to make new friends <laughs> but then yeah like even though you might not see them like the next semester or like the next quarter you're gonna you just have that connection you follow each other on Instagram and like oh we should hang out sometime and then you just create like this little community especially if you have the same class like don't be afraid to be like let's make a group chat let's make a group chat and like get sorted out so that always helps a lot but yeah don't be afraid to talk to people I would say like some tips if you're like a first year or you're about to go into college um I would just say like save your money like save your money especially like it doesn't matter if you went out of state or in state you have to save your money because the books if you have FAFSA you're so lucky I mean like if you have FAFSA like you know that extra money um Mm. very lucky of you I'm jealous but um it adds up like the books sometimes you cannot like there's no cheaper option and like the things that you have to pay now they do like a thing where it's online like the book is with the class like you can't get it separate you have to get it what okay see this is a yeah this is a CSUN thing because I hear you but also I only paid for books like I'm gonna say I only bought like four books in my entire college career because at Mount Holyoke it's like they just give you online stuff I only had to buy French books and those were expensive because apparently they came from France I was like what the hell like why can't we just have books from here I don't know I hear you yeah, I definitely say, like, save your money. Like, I would say it depends where you are. Like, I didn't have to – I had a job, but I didn't have to work because I lived with my parents. But, you know, I just felt like I need to get a job. Like, making yes. your own money feels nice. And then, like, once you get tired of that, you can, like, quit or whatever. But, um, yeah, save your money. Said this before, have a savings account. So important. So important. I think there's this thing, like, I'm pretty sure everybody talks about, like, don't take 8 a.m. classes. And I'm oh. kind of like – I don't know about that because I'm a morning person. I feel like if you're a morning person, you can take 8 a.m. classes. Like, it's not going to be like, oh, yeah. if you commute, it's a little hard. But I think it really, like, wakes you up. You know, it depends on, like, what class it is. If it's, like, a really – I feel like afternoon classes actually get me even more tired, especially if, like, they're a lecture. I get oh, so yeah. tired. I'm just like, I cannot listen to this right now. <laughs> like, I don't know. What about you? Like, did you ever take, like, really morning or, like, early, early classes? So like I I feel you because I used to be a morning morning person, 
like this summer I had to wake up at like 6 a.m every day for my internship and I was fine but when I'm at school I have a tendency to go to sleep at like three in the morning which is really bad mm. so I had a I had a class at 9 a.m I did ab- unfortunately have a lot of absences <laughs> because <laughs> there were days that I was like I can't get out of bed um even though that class was bad the professor mm-mm. and she literally she accused me of being absent more times and I found I literally found photos of me like taking a photo of like the board or something like that and I was like um ma'am I had COVID on these two days this day I had a Whoa. surgery this day I was here it was like five days that she had accused yeah, yeah. me of but anyways so if you're a morning person I agree yeah do it yeah, but yeah. For me, I, and I feel you, if you live on campus and you have an afternoon class and you're tired, you might be like, I could take a nap. I don't need to go. And that's like, that's not good. <laughs> no, no, no. If you think about it, like every class costs money. So yeah, I, feel you. I was thinking about I, that too. Yeah. Like I always took like the max units just because I knew that I could handle it because of how I was in high school. Mm-hmm. But, like definitely, unless you're in FASA, if you have FASA, you need to take 12 units or more <laughs> like to get money. But Definitely like pace yourself. Like don't try to take all the hard classes in the beginning. Like mm-hmm. I did that, but I didn't take it in one semester. I would like space it out. So I basically like be very mindful about what classes you pick and choose. Like yeah. take, at least take one class that's gonna be like, you know, it's not gonna be hard. You know, definitely. You know, yeah. Like, so you can you give yourself show. a little break. Like, yeah, like an elective every, you know, semester or quarter. Like you can, yeah, like a little break and then make sure to space it out. Like and gaps aren't a bad thing. I feel like people hate gaps, but it's like so much time that you can do. Like you can go to the library and study, the cafe. Cafes help me study like so much. It's something about the noise in the background. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think I said like libraries is just so silent where I feel like I'm taking a test. I'm like, I wonder okay I always like test this theory but I mean you grew up with a sibling I didn't so I'm the opposite I actually like can't focus in coffee shops mm. and I remember I th- I told my friend Deb I'm like I swear I I like you I'm not trying to avoid you but every time her and my friend Maya in Madrid would ask oh do you want to go to Starbucks with us we're gonna study I'd be like guys I'm sorry I can't like, like I have to I have to be either by myself <laughs> Yeah. Or in like the quiet zone of the library, but yeah, I yeah I get you. It just depends on like how you process yeah, the yeah, sounds yeah. and whatever. There's also like if you don't want to go to a cafe, there's this um website, but it makes it basically like mimics mimics of what it is to be in a cafe. Like it was made during COVID. <gasps> yeah, so, like it's oh. like the barista. You can put the noise and like the customers. It's I used it all during like COVID. What? Like, That's so cool. I did not want to go to Starbucks. I was wearing a mask. I still mask to this day because I'm just like yes, oh, we'll be literally breathing. They're y'all like, stay safe. Yeah, coughing, sneezing, and I'm just like, did y'all see the this number with like the sneeze thing? It showed like I was like, oh, mm-hmm. God. <laughs> the projection of the sneeze. After I know I even on that. the plane, people. I'm Ooh, like, oh my God, on the, the coughing. Plane, yeah, I was like on the plane. Whenever I'm like, oh God, I'm mask up because like the air is ventilated like constantly mm-hmm. circulating but um what else I want to talk about is like I've seen so many TikToks recently like my for you page is filled with people being depressed post-grad <laughs> it's like <gasps> like literally all of it is like I've been so I just graduated in May still haven't found a job I did internships <gasps> I did internships I did I did like extracurriculars still nobody keeps re- people keep rejecting me for a job and then I see like the other side of people be like well because y'all didn't network y'all didn't do this that's why you don't have a job and it was like we were oh. like they're just like I was like oh my god this is too much I was like why is my for you page full of this when does my TikTok know that I'm a senior <laughs> 
<laughs> I was just like, <laughs> like, uh, like out like because I applied like to a bunch of summer internships and like I couldn't really do anything because of my major it's like less opportunities in internships it has to be very specific so I was just like oh, this is really hard and like finding a job I, like I said I can't find a job right now I don't know why but I'm just like and like I did like little jobs here and there during I like did an Amazon I was a campus manager for Amazon Prime so I was like Prime student you should get it because I was one of those annoying people <laughs> but I like hey but you were making money <laughs> I was making money I was making 200 a week and I was like oh my god what that's really like, good. yeah it was for uh three months but I was like I'll take it I'm taking exactly it. and then I did yes. oh home from college.com Everybody, if you go to college, you should go there because I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, homefromcollege.com because they give um if you're a student or like just graduated, they give opportunities like for anybody. Like if you can't have like a job job, they give like um like you can basically do like opportunities to do like a campus manager or like um be a product tester. Like they give you a product and like you test it and they pay you, which is like so it's like for people who don't have time to like actually work. Cause I know like people like college and everything that's what ha- that's what happened to my sister but home from college I suggest I I highly highly Ooh. um but yeah I've been seeing a bunch of post-grad like that and like I did like my tarot card reading for the year and it said I was gonna be like really depressed at one point and I was like oh. is this talking about post-grad because I was like no <laughs> but yeah like after I feel like nobody really knows like okay this is gonna be like my stable career like if you're lucky enough to have a job straight after you graduate like that's perfect that's ideal but a lot of the times that's not the case like there's Mm -hmm. a lot of people who just struggle like don't know what to do and have to change careers which I don't want to happen to me but like how was your because you graduated in in the winter right December Uh uh-huh yeah how's your how's post-grad life treating you okay I have like two things that like (laughs) popped into my head when you said that Okay, okay, the first one, I'm gonna go back to what you said about changing careers. So back to the talk that I was telling you about with most, it mm-hmm. was, oh, frick, what's it called? Oh, I'm forgetting the organization, but it helps. Um, Oh, my God, what is it? Future map, look up future map to learn more. But the the founder was saying that people change their careers like seven to eight times yeah. in their life or something. So, you know, we're so young, like, as long as you get some type of job, right out of college, it's okay if it's not like in your field that's what she kept telling us I was like okay Mm -hmm. so the second part for like how am I doing so I feel you like I the main thing that you always hear is like oh yeah get that job you have to have a job right after college and blah 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 so that's what I did like three months before graduating I graduated in December so like literally right when the semester started I -hmm. was job searching and it ended up being too much for me because I was taking an extra class so I was taking five classes or 20 credits, which is five classes at my school. And well, technically it was six because I was taking two, two credit classes. But anyways, yeah. it got too stressful for me. Like I could not dedicate my time to like making all these different resumes and cover letters. Cause you know, you have to write a cover letter for each oh, job. Yeah. Oh you have my to, God. You have to, yeah. It's like frustrating and, and fix your resume so that it adds in the words that you're looking for. So anyways, I couldn't do it and my my mom was really supportive in that sense she was like it's okay if you come home and don't have a job like you deserve a break you can take your time yeah. looking for a job so yeah it's January it's the end of January and I've applied to a couple jobs like I said like I'm gonna do some more networking things mm-hmm. shout out to LinkedIn definitely get a LinkedIn dude do okay have you ever gotten a job <laughs> through LinkedIn uh almost I've gotten jobs through um Indeed 
two jobs through Indeed. Oh my God, yeah. Indeed. Indeed. People will like to like, but I really think Indeed, that's where I got like job opportunities. Mm-hmm. And then also, well, actually, I'm like, I have a job right now. I teach kids dance, like elementary Oh, school. cute. I teach them hip hop. I was meaning to ask you about that. Yeah. Yeah. I teach them hip hop for, sounds good, $40 an hour. But Whoa. I work one hour, so my checks <laughs> are like eighty dollars. You know so, but that's good. That was like me at the salon. I only work yeah, yeah. like four hours it's a like week because something. I'm and like it's good to have in my resume like dance teacher, like mm-hmm. choreographer and stuff. So I was like, especially like if you want to like teach dance, like if I want to do that in the future, kids, that's a good practice to start. <laughs> short attentions, man. Very short. Mm-hmm. Like I realized, I was like, oh my god, was I like this? I don't think I was like this. <laughs> It's just like some of them don't pay attention. I'm just like, okay, you know what? They're kids. <laughs> I can't True. be like, ah. <laughs> but um, yeah, about like getting jobs. Because like LinkedIn, I think it's good for connections. It also, also has like a bunch of summer internships on there right now. Like for I real. Saw like, like I saw like Peacock internships, like NBC, stuff like that. Like um, I saw the Academy, like for the museum. They had stuff like production assistant. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh. I did. I got my internship through LinkedIn. Well, through mm-hmm. so like I actually got an email from LinkedIn and volunteer match. And then I was like, oh, baby to baby. Like I've heard of them. I used to volunteer for them when I was like 13. And yeah. then I, I applied through LinkedIn and I got it. But at another tip from my actual from my last internship from like the head of the volunteer services department, she mm-hmm. told us that it's more favorable. Like, so let's see you see a job for like Peacock, NBC Universal on LinkedIn. She was like, don't apply through LinkedIn. Then go on Google and search up what you're looking for and apply through their website. So like yeah, for anything, because it looks better applying through their website and not through like third party things. And I was like, I didn't know that. Like yeah. I thought it was okay to apply on LinkedIn. I applied on LinkedIn for baby to baby. But anyways, it's like yeah. the more you know. Yeah. Yeah. I applied. I just applied for this internship, which is perfect. It's a choreography internship for like film and TV, Ooh. which is so Ooh, like connected what? to what I want to do. So yeah. like it's a summer internship. And I was like, if I get this, it's like the dream. Like this is what yeah. I want to do. And like being on set, like doing like the two passions coming together. So I'm just like, this is so cool. But um when I get that internship, when exactly y'all, mm-hmm. y'all, y'all gonna manifest it because it exactly. works. It I'm the works, same way. I'm the same way. Yeah, it, it works, guys. You gotta even if you think it's dumb, it's not. It, it works. You gotta believe in yourself. You gotta believe mm-hmm. in yourself. But yeah, I was just like, damn, what's gonna happen to me? But like, that's why I actually like for people who don't know, I actually like write movies and stuff. And like right now, I'm like writing one about like post grad, and it's Ooh. about these like kid like kids basically because you're still a kid. I feel still feel like I'm 18. Like I not, call it like, kid old, yeah, kid adult kid adult I'm a kid adult um but yeah I'm like basically they're struggling after like graduating decide to it's like a road trip thing like they decide to go on a road trip and like they find themselves like inner child feeling and stuff but it's like I was like writing because I was like damn it's gonna happen to me but I feel like it's okay (laughs) especially now it's like it's so much harder than it was back then so much more competition and like now a bachelor's degree is the same as a high school diploma which is like yeah it's crazy Mm -hmm. the amount of money people spend on like yeah student loans and stuff like I just know I, I like I saw how much I have to pay back and I was like uh you know not as bad as other schools but I was like yeah but, but you're yeah. like that's crazy come I on Joe come through come on come through come through because didn't they pause it or something right they pause it yeah it's like, like keeps going back and forth in I know the legislature or whatever but I'm like, just like please come please, through this, yeah because there's so many people who like n- till they die like some they don't pay it off yeah and I'm I re- just, wait 
Oh no, it was middle school. I was like, was it at Hollywood? But no, no, no. In my middle school, we had this um substitute teacher named Mr. Crab. So not Mr. Krabs, but Mr. Crab. <laughs> and he was like very similar to the SpongeBob character. And he literally told us, like, I'm gonna die with my student loans. And he was like the crankiest man ever, Whoa. but like that has stuck with me to this day. Yeah. But I was like, Jesus. Yeah, but like thankfully... student loans and they're like yeah. old, like old, old. Yeah. So I'm just like but that's more like I feel like master's PhD, unless if Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because like at least undergrad, if you're able to find the right school, it's not like you're gonna be in like half a million dollars of debt or something crazy yeah. like that for so, med school but you know. was like grad school ever on your mind yeah so grad school still on my mind but the way that I see it is that like I have two grad school ideas that I would want to do one mm-hmm. would either be like higher education and the second one would be museum studies those are the two ideas so I don't feel comfortable enough to be like yep I'm gonna go drop 30k on a master's degree yeah and oh when God. I don't know what I want to do mm-hmm. versus I have friends that are already applying because they know that they want to do it so for me I want to get a job in the next three months <laughs> yeah and then like work in it to see like oh I do like this I want to get a master's degree in it or I don't like this and I don't want to so definitely like along the line I think so because like you said like People are saying that the bachelor's degree is becoming like the high school diploma. And so if you want to make Yeah, more, it's like master's. Get that and, master's. Like, and with master's, it's different because like FAFSA is like, good luck. Like they do not. Exactly. And that's they the only like thing they will give you is like a loan. And so I applied to grad school on a whim because I was like, why not? Yes. But okay. I only applied to one grad school. So I applied to CalArts, which is in Santa Clarita. It's an art school. So like everybody there is like either Ooh. dance or theater or acting or singing and like I went to like do a tour with my friend I was like this is so like this is my place this is my I like felt yes. like there and the drive isn't bad but like um like the application too it was so different from like any other application because I feel like a lot of applications ask you like what makes you well it asked like what makes you unique but it was like oh it asked interesting questions like oh what would you want to learn here what would you want to like um who would you want to collaborate with like what projects would you like to make instead of like uh what are you bringing to the table (laughs) like you know Mm -hmm. stuff like that like like, you as a person and not like a product yeah yeah and I was like okay it was very interesting so I was like okay and then but yeah when I when I get to school when you get accepted because um their scholarships is like they will look at you like application and they're like oh you're poor here's money so it's kind of like works yes. like that like, you can apply and I'm really like please I'm poor I'm poor like these last two years I haven't got I got FAFSA I have to take out loans and for- unfortunately but like I got like a Cal grant got like a Pell grant but then my awesome. parents like got my especially my dad the way that he, they paid him during COVID they paid him like all at once so mm-hmm. it looked like he was rich. It looked like we were like, <laughs> looked like we had money. But then they like after that, like no payments were coming through. So I was poor, and they're like, Fasten was like, oh, you're rich, like you're high middle class. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not like that money <laughs> back up. Yeah, I was like, and then um, but I got a middle class scholarship, and I was like, even though I'm not middle class, you're like definitely not lower middle class. But I was like, you know what? I'll take the money. But I was like, gotta pay my loans like everybody else. But how I'm so glad they do payments, but you know, I'm always gonna pay them on time. I'm gonna pay them. That's why I need a job right now. But it's crazy. I just have to say, don't get discouraged. That's like the biggest tip. Don't get discouraged yes. if you're in college, if you're a post grad, it's okay if you had a job, don't have a job. It's hard out there. It's hard. It's hard being literally. And it's okay if it's not in your field. Like yes. yes. I have a friend that is also kind of 
having these ideas and my other friend mentioned like let's say like if you're like first gen in college and things like that we're when we're coming out we're looking for opportunities that have stability good pay things like that so yet like it's okay if it's not exactly in your field because what we're looking for is that stability and and that it was worth it because in the end like yes we went to college to learn and expand our brains and I feel like I did do that but another big thing is um we're trying to Mm -hmm. be financially you know stable yeah make our money and and have like nice lives and whatever but yeah I feel you oh I wrote down okay two more things like okay yeah things would be um, like you said, uh, going off of the saving money thing, look into or like talk to your parents or friends about like a college credit card, because I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people our age, I've heard that they say like, no, my parents say that I'm just going to get into debt if I get a credit card. And like, yes. while I hear that, mm-hmm, right. And it could also be a cultural thing because I've heard that from some friends, but it's yeah. not true if you treat your credit card like a debit card. So like mm-hmm. you're not buying exorbitant things. You're just putting like your grocery store on it and stuff like that. So like I first started off with the Chase College card. I had friends that had the Discover one too. And they literally just gave you points for buying yeah, yeah. things. Yeah, I have the Discover one. I have the pink uh-huh. one. Discover one, you okay. can change the color. But um, Discover <laughs> gives you like if you buy stuff from Amazon or you go to the grocery store, it gives you points to the point where like you can use it. Like I remember I used it a lot for like Amazon when I had a job, <laughs> you know, and then I had like, what seventy dollars in it, and then I could buy like my whole Amazon cart, and it was free, like zero dollars. So points, they're important, especially like yeah. I want to get a travel card because I was like, I want to travel, get them points. So yeah, I definitely agree. I agree. Yes, exactly. And then literally, I had that card. Once you have it for like over a year, you can move to the next card. So when I got the, mm-hmm. I forgot what other one it was, but yeah, you get points every day. Like on the this next one's like one point five points on everything three times the points on food so yeah like instead of like going to Sephora and buying things or stuff like that like every time I get like a gift card through the chase thing I'm like okay I'll buy like one thing with this like yeah 30 or 40 dollar gift card and then the second thing is to um make a 401k like with Vanguard or Fidelity like mm-hmm. do it when you're young and like Carla exactly like you said like you're saving your money you can go ahead and put away like 20 dollars a month like whatever you can um into your 401k because if you start when you're 18 19 20 even right now 21 like that money is gonna grow and by the time you retire apparently you could be a millionaire like if you put yeah that's hypothetically if you yeah if you put a hundred dollars a month which that's not doable for everyone like valid but even 20 bucks a month until you finally get like your big your big person job and you can put in more money so that's the other thing because yeah yeah, I'm trying to leave them with some tips, like some tips that I've learned, just like adulting or like college general. I say, I would say, get a planner, get a planner. Ooh, yes, and Google Calendar. Oh, or a calendar. I have like the Target one, like the whiteboard one. That one is so like you can decorate it, you know. But um, I would say definitely get a planner because your life is just so much more organized. Like I do it. So I write like the class and what I do that day. I write gym because if I don't write it down, I'm not going to do it. So <laughs> I write like gym and I have put like a little line. So I have to check it off like to do list. Like that's it's so my thing. It really helps, at least for me. Like I know some people mm-hmm. like you can do it on your phone. I know there's like some apps that do that as well. Um, I guess, wait, let me think about like apps. An app that helps me is like Forest. So it's the one where um, you put like a timer and it doesn't let you use your phone like at all. Ooh. So it's helped so much in studying because like once you open your phone, it was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like it tells you like, 
don't there's also like one on I think on the MacBook where um it doesn't let you go on Instagram or like anything on like any social media or anything so I was like wow that's wow that's pretty cool that's some more tips any other tips um delete TikTok <laughs> so oh. like for me no like literally I I what's it called connect my sophomore year, I missed this one really big assignment in my education psychology class. Shout out to that professor. I love her because she let me turn it in and didn't take mm -hmm. off points. But I mm -hmm. procrastinated because I was constantly on TikTok. And finally, when I realized I was like, oh, my God, I deleted TikTok. I did the assignment. And that's when it hit me. I was like, I don't have the the self. What's the word? like the self-control uh, self-control to, to like have tiktok and not be on it or use the you know how like apple has a thing where you can like only be on tiktok for 10 minutes a day and then it locks mm -hmm. you yeah. quote unquote locks you i had to delete it so that's a tip like if you feel like there's an app that's really like hindering your academics or yeah. whatever like delete it and then maybe on the weekends redownload it that's one thing that yeah, like yeah. helped me a lot i tried to do another thing that i do like when I was really like into the apps, like I think I have enough self-control where I'm like, okay, I should like not be on this app anymore. Mm -hmm. But um, there's another thing you can do. Like it's kind of similar to like the 10 minutes a day, but instead it was like, oh, at nighttime, it doesn't let you use any social media. Like it'll block it out Ooh. almost. And I was like, okay, I did that. Cause I was like, I want to read more. Cause I, I feel like I don't read enough. Yeah. So And I have a bunch of books that I bought from like Barnes and Nobles. And I have not read them. So I'm just trying to read more, but yeah, that helps <gasps> too. Yes. Oh my gosh. You just reminded me of something I thought of this morning. Like, mm -hmm. yes, buy your books or if you can't afford your books, download Libby, L-I-B-B-Y, at least in LA. I think it's for multiple because I think I also got it with my Boston um, public library card, but you yeah. literally just put your phone number in and they give you a card and you can like download books on your phone or like your tablet for free. And you can download the Kindle app and a lot of the books connect to the Kindle app and you can literally read the books from the library on the kindle app and so if you're on an airplane or without wi-fi you can read books for free yeah. so yeah. yeah so there are some tips for everybody write it down get your notebook literally write it down. get your uh, notebooks out guys yeah get your get notebooks out guys but um <laughs> this is the end of the episode thank you so much for coming on it was i hope thank everybody for having you know, me yeah everybody is like feels less you know relaxed you know just Yes, go, through the, go, with the flow, go with the flow go with the flow it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay but yeah thank yes. you for listening and see you for the next episode